Welcome to the Burnout to Blessed podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, hello. I hope that you're having an amazing day. I am excited to talk to you more in depth about reaching your goals. And the reason why I am excited about it is because I remember once upon a time, well before I got into coaching, when I would sit down and set a goal and then create the plan to meet that goal. And not one time did I take into consideration what we talked about last week, which was expect the unexpected. Identify how you're going to bounce back from the discouragement, the feeling of failing at reaching your goal, right? The frustration that's going to pop up, the feeling of I, I want to quit and I don't want to continue to move forward. How are you going to bounce back from those mental setbacks? Because nine times out of 10, that is exactly what is going to be that is going to hold you back from ever reaching your goals. So it only makes sense to plan in advance for how are you going to bounce back, right? And not only that, no one takes into consideration that you know, they're too busy and that they're too stressed and that, you know, they're not operating at their best. And therefore, the time that they've allotted to meet these goals, it might not be realistic. And that's why it's so important to factor in, schedule in restoration and and time to refuel and know, essentially, know thyself. What refuels you? What re-energizes you? Because you need to be at your best in order to actually meet your goals in the time frame that you've set for yourself. And so often, many of us feel like, oh, well, all of these extras of I need to factor in exercise or factor in spending time with my friends and family, right? We think of those things as unnecessary because they're not a tactical piece of the puzzle to reach the goal. But the reality is, is it is one of the most important things that you can do. Because if you're not operating at 100%, you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to finish things in a timely manner, right? You're going to be in decision overload and maybe indecisive and forgetful and lack of attention to details, and just tired, 
right? And when you're fatigued and all of that jazz, the mental obstacles of discouragement, of feeling like you failed, that can then weigh you down so much that it can cause you to just quit. Call it a day, right? And just say, this isn't working. I am moving on. So it's so important to make time for the things that refuel you because you need that fuel in order to get you across the finish line. And I remember back in my corporate days, the only thing that I ever focused on was the tactical piece and I never took anything else into consideration. But the reality is the pieces of the puzzle that I just told you about of expect the unexpected, know how you're going to bounce back, make sure that you're creating a schedule for yourself that's going to refuel your mind, it's going to refuel your body, right? These things ultimately are going to make or break you from meeting your goal. And yet I never took that into consideration. Another thing that I never took into consideration which is a huge factor, whether you realize it or not, is the people in your life, right? People in your life, the relationships in your life, they impact your ability to meet your goals, whether you realize it or not. So I want you to ask yourself, Who in your life is going to help you reach your goals? You might think, oh, well, no one. I remember I thought this myself, especially when I was thinking from a tactical standpoint, oh, I want to get a promotion or I want to hit my bonus or whatever, right? And I didn't even think my boss was someone that could help me reach my goals. Now looking back, it's Of course, my boss would have been able to help me, right? Here's my goal. And in order to reach that, maybe I need help with setting boundaries with my colleagues, setting boundaries with other departments that I work closely with, right? Because they think that they can just call on me, uh, email me, and I need to drop everything, right? And that maybe that's not the case. You need to set some boundaries. Well, your boss can help you with that, right? Or maybe you want to gain experience in another area so that it gives you more of a well-rounded experience and skill set so that you can get promoted. Well, who can help you with that? Your boss. Hey, I want to be put on these projects. I feel like I have a lot of experience over here. Maybe give so-and-so a shot at that because I've mastered that and I want to move on to the next so I can master that, right? So it's important to really think through who can help you, right? So your boss can help you. Your colleagues can help you reach your goals, or they can hinder you. If they're, you know, not cooperative, if they're preventing you from working on those great projects, or if they're not supporting you in your need for boundaries, and in fact, they want to take away boundaries, well, then that can negatively impact you from reaching your goals. So you really have to think through how the people at work are going to help you or hinder you from reaching your goals, right? And that's when you really think through, well, how do I have this conversation with them, right? And 
we're going to dive into that here in a little bit. But you need to ultimately create a plan to have that conversation of, hey, here's what I need help with, um, whether it's boundaries or whether it's them, you know, putting you on different projects or whatever it may be, right? The list really could go on. So think that through. And then not only that, everything that you do, whether it be at work or in your personal life, a lot of times it has impact on those around you. I remember when I was super goal-oriented and I really put all of my focus on reaching the goal. Everything else in my mind was unnecessary. So what that caused me to do is work 60 hours a week. And I was exhausted by the time that I got home. Well, how did that impact my personal life? How did that impact the people around me? Well, I'll tell you how it impacted the people around me. I went from having pretty consistent, regular communication with friends and with family and my significant other to not having any communication. And that negatively impacted my mindset because I felt like a terrible human being. But also it put, you know, them in a position where they were frustrated with me. And I never realized it until I got into different situations where the frustration would bubble over in those relationships of, oh, Tara, you're never home. And then when you are home, you're not present. You're exhausted, right? That's no way to have a relationship. So therefore, it's important to know how your behavior impacts those around you. And that's why it's so important to include those people into everything that you do, especially your goals, right? So for me, now that I have my own business and I also stay at home with my girls, the way that I am able to accomplish any goal, I have to coordinate with my husband, with my in-laws, with my parents. And also I decided to get a sitter for the girls for a few days a week. They see the sitter about 10 hours a week. That gives me designated time to work, but also there's so much more time that I need and therefore I have to coordinate with my husband if I'm going to meet those goals because I've also understood, as I talked about, I need to refuel. I need to re-energize. So therefore, I need to factor in, I have to have time to run or time to work out a few days a week, like three, four days a week. So that then falls on to, when are you going to work out? Here's when I'm going to work out. What makes sense for you and your schedule? What makes sense for me and my schedule, right? So there's a coordinated effort that needs to take place. So that is important when you are factoring in your goals. How do you plan to coordinate with the people in your life? Now, another thing that is really important too is it's important to know 
what those people in your life need from you from a communication standpoint. I'm going to give you an example. This doesn't have to do with a goal of mine, but one thing that's important for me and that does give me that restoration for my mind is going to church. So every Saturday I go to church and ever since COVID happened, my mom really loves watching the girls and making sure that they don't go to big places with a lot of kids and so forth. So whenever we go to church, she will watch them. And in my mind, it is a solidified plan. It's every Saturday, the girls are going to come over at this time and we are going to go to church, right? And that's the plan. But what I have found over the last few years of doing this, that my mother needs more communication. So having that communication the day before, right, or a few days before is very important for her so that she just has that extra reassurance that, hey, I am going to have the kids from this time to this time. Because let's face it, life happens on Saturdays, right? It's a lot of people have that day off. You want to get your cleaning done. You want to go grocery shopping or you want to run your errands or there's a baby shower. There's a birthday party, whatever it may be. So therefore, not every Saturday is going to be consistent. But in my mind, I'm not going to lie. It is. It's a done deal. It's a plan. But in my mom's mind, it's not. And therefore, I know that I need to give her that heads up of, yeah, we are still going to come on Saturdays. And for example, when it comes to coordinating anything with my husband, he is the type that doesn't like any surprises. He likes for things to go as planned. And let's talk about that for a second. Life is super unpredictable and therefore it can be more frustrating for some than others, right? I'm the type that the unexpected, a lot of times, depending on what it is, it doesn't impact me. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't stress me out. But sometimes it does, right? So having that understanding for I'm good here, but my spouse not necessarily is. So when I'm coming up with a plan for how am I going to reach my goal, it's important to talk about the unexpected. It's important to talk about the potential challenges and the unpredictability that could come up and work through that with the people in your life. For me, I have to do that with my husband all the time. And that way, if there's a surprise He's less likely to get stressed out about it and more likely to just roll with the punches, right? So you need to know what do the people in your life that are ultimately impacting your goals, what do they need from you communication-wise in order for things to go smoothly, right? Because ultimately, if, For example, I did not give my mom a heads up. I didn't give my husband a heads up. And when things pop up, then what could ultimately happen from that lack of planning, from that lack of communication and knowing what they need, 
ultimately we could get into a blowout fight. It can be frustrating. And and what's going to happen if we get into a fight? Well, whatever was supposed to get done is no longer probably going to get done or it's going to get done really late. And it's going to create a lot of mental energy that we all have to absorb from that. And that's not a good thing, right? You want the people in your life to not scream and shout at you about, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening, right? You want them to be your biggest supporters. You want them to be your cheerleaders. So it's important to know what is it that they need from you communication-wise, right? And that's why it's so important to include them in the plan. Ron talked about this in the podcast the other day, our executive leadership coach that I had on. He talked about how he had a meeting and then his wife came out and was like, hey, you know, you and I are in trouble. We're not doing well. And he's like, well, wait, wait a minute. And it had everything to do with the fact that when he was making his schedule that ultimately impacts her, she did not, she, he wasn't taking her into consideration And that was causing issues between the two of them. I just told you about how if I don't plan with my husband, it can be frustrating for the both of us. And therefore, the people in your life have the ability to either prevent you, get in the way of you reaching your goals, or they have the ability to help you reach your goals. So it's important to know Who are these people, right? What do they need from you? Another thing that I want to talk about too is there are people in your life that may be negative Nancy's, right? Nothing's ever going to be good enough for them. They're always negative. They always think that your plan isn't going to work, right? Everything is impossible, right? Those are the type of people that you need to come to an understanding with in your mind that no matter what you do, it's probably not going to be good enough. And therefore, they do not necessarily need to be involved. So if you can minimize relying on these people that are ultimately only going to discourage you, they're going to get into your in your way. That is something that you also need to take into consideration. Who are your negative Nancys? Who are your negative Neds, right, that are going to negatively impact you? Because not only that, let me give you another example. Growing up, when I first started driving, I had no issues with driving in the snow. It did not impact me in any way, shape, or form. But as the years went on, Hearing my mother talk about how the snow was just horrible to drive in and how it was scary and you can die in a car accident and blah, 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 blah. After hearing nonstop about how I could die in a car accident from driving in snow, finally, years later, I became petrified. I was terrified to drive in the snow. And it's because that 
rhetoric got into my brain and it slowly worked its way in there to have me worry about driving in the snow, whereas before I never had that issue. So the people that are negatively talking in your ear, ultimately they have the ability to make you question yourself, to make you undecisive, right? To think that you don't have what it takes, that your idea is terrible. So ultimately, they're feeding into your psyche that, hey, this goal that you have or this dream that you have, it's too hard. It's not worth pursuing because it's too difficult, right? And therefore, it has the ability to prevent you from pursuing something that you are really meant to pursue. It has the ability to prolong you from reaching your goals because, you know, you lose your confidence along the way or you're worrying about it and you decide, oh, it's not worth the worry, right? Whatever it may be, that's why knowing who your negative Nancys are and knowing who your negative Neds are, it's really important so that you can minimize how they play a factor into your goals, right? And then also, on the flip side, it's important to identify someone in your life that can help you through encouragement, right? I hope that you have someone in your life. And if you don't, then you might want to think about doing like betterhelp.com. They have online therapists or hiring a coach to help you reach your goals because ultimately it's important to have someone in your life, whether it's a therapist, a coach, uh, or just a friend or a family member that has the mindset that anything is possible and that we can work through any challenge, right? we can overcome this, let's figure this out together type of mindset because that is going to be ultimately what is going to get you across the finish line because the people that are, oh no, that's not going to work, that's going to stop you from ever trying, right? But for those that are trying to encourage you, those are going to be the people that are going to help pick you up on the days that you're discouraged on the days that you are frustrated or that you feel like you've completely botched the whole thing, right? And that it's not possible. Those are going to be the people that are going to pick you up and say, I know it's been a tough day, but we're close. Let's do this. Let me help you. What can I do for you, right? You need your encouragers. You need people that are going to be able to help you problem solve to bounce ideas off of, right? It's so important to have one person in your life like that. And if you can add more than one person in your life like that, then totally go for it. If it were me, I would have a therapist, I'd have a coach, I would have, you know, my friends on speed dial that have that ability to ultimately problem solve uh, anything that comes my way. So I highly encourage you to think through that because it's important to consistently get your dosage of that. And if you can't afford to hire a coach or a therapist, then no big deal. Designate someone in your life that, uh, 
you know, is that encourager? Is that a problem solver? And make sure you talk to them at least once a week, right? And therefore, you can even have that conversation of, hey, here's what I'm doing. And I would love to stay in communication with you just to catch up because I'm one, you're one of my favorite people or whatever. Two, because you're going to help me through encouragement and you're just so positive and I just need that in my life. So can you be that cheerleader for me, right? So that's super important as well. Now, I said I was going to circle back to one item and that is what we are going to do right now. So one thing I want to talk about is how the people in your life ultimately can help or hinder you. And it's not always going to be the case that the people in your life are going to completely support and agree with the goals that you have for yourself. People are naturally have apprehension and therefore you need to anticipate that people could be apprehensive of how you're going to go about reaching your goals. What is your strategy? What is the plan? And therefore, what is best to do in those type of situations where you don't necessarily have your spouse's buy-in or you don't necessarily have the people in your life, the buy-in that you need ultimately to thrive and to reach your goals, it's important to think of what is a win-win situation for the both of us, right? So for example, when I coordinate with my husband, I always bring the win-win situation of A, I am going to be a better mom, a better wife if I have time to focus on what really I am passionate about and I am super passionate about helping women overcome burnout and therefore it's really important that I have something outside of the kids and you and my career is really important to me. So in order to be fully present with you, in order to be fully present with the girls, I need to feel accomplished in my career. So it is important for me to spend time on my business in order to make that happen, right? So I present it as a win-win. And there are other areas of my life that there's there needs no convincing, right? It's like, oh yeah, you want to get a run in, you go get it. But there are other areas where the buy-in isn't 100%. So you need to come up with a I wouldn't say a sales pitch, but in a way, a sales pitch to show the other person, here is how this situation of you helping me and me helping you is going to benefit you. Now, one thing that we talked about a little bit on the last episode ultimately is if you have a plan for, let's say, I want my Monday and Wednesdays to be meeting days and then the rest of it is not meeting days. It's just more task-oriented, attention-to-detail type of projects or tasks or responsibilities. If you have someone that's consistently not, you know, like scheduling meetings on the days that you don't want to have meetings on, right? You need to kind of take a look at that and be like, well, do I need to adapt this week or is this a consistent thing? Is this working for me? That was an example that I use. So, 
we're just going to roll with that, right? Now, if you have that situation happen to you where things just not are not necessarily working for you and you want to set those boundaries, but it feels like scary. Ultimately, it feels scary because you think, oh my gosh, you know, maybe they're in a higher position of power. Maybe it's someone that is, you know, your boss or their boss or an executive within the company, for example, that you feel like you can't have that conversation with because you're you're meant to revolve around them versus the other way around, right? Then I highly encourage you to take a step back and say, okay, is this truly working for me? Is this truly working for the goals that I want, right? And if it's not, instead of going to that person, instead of me recommending, you know, five seconds of courage, which will come into play, my recommendation is to come up with a win-win solution. So I see that, you know, your calendar is free these days and mine is as well. So why don't we just switch it, right? That's just that's just an example because ultimately life is a lot more intricate than that. But you get what I'm saying. Sometimes it feels so difficult to have these conversations because We're talking to people in power or we're talking to our clients that are paying us big bucks. So it might feel like, oh, I I don't have the ability to make these changes because of that position of power that they're in or they have the position to take away uh, working with me and therefore I wouldn't have them as a client anymore, right? Instead of letting that fear take hold of you, take a look to see how can I create a win-win solution. And then once you've created it, then you have that five seconds of courage because now you're bringing to them, here's what we can do and here's how it's going to benefit you and here's how it's going to benefit me. So you can take that into consideration and you should take that into consideration when you're outlining your goals, like for how people are going to help you. Or if you have boundaries that you want to set, whether you're setting a boundary or you're trying to get their buy-in so that they can help you reach that goal, help you watch the kids, help you put you on projects that is going to give you more experience. Whatever the scenario is, always come prepared with the win-win solution and then having that conversation is going to be so much easier because they might have questions. Well, what about this? What about that? Well, you would have already thought of that, right? You would have thought through all of these scenarios so that here's my win-win solution. Yeah, I thought of that too, but ultimately this is the best solution because, right? And have the information that you need in order to sell your point in order to make it happen, my friends. So that was another piece that I wanted to talk to you about, uh, which is make it so it's a win-win for everyone. 
Because when people feel like they're doing all the work and you're not doing anything or you're the only one that is benefiting, people can become resentful. People can become not the most pleasant to be around. And have you ever went into work one day and everyone was in a bad mood and you were having the best day, right? You heard some funny comedy on the radio, driving into work. You said your prayers. Everything was going really good. You were in an amazing day, right? And then you get into work or a meeting and people are just grumpy, not nice. And then immediately like you tell yourself, okay, like let's not have this energy rub off on me. I'm having a good day. But as time goes on, you find yourself getting grumpy and you're like, oh, I tried so hard not to absorb this energy and I did not anticipate or want or think that I was going to get in a bad mood because everyone else is in a bad mood. Like I thought I could resist it. But the fact of the matter is you really can't. So it's important to have that positivity. It's important to have that encouragement on your side because the discouragement, the grumpiness, all of that, that negativity, it's going to slow you down, my friends, right? It's going to take your eye off the prize and you're going to focus your mental energy elsewhere, which is a lose-lose situation for you and for everyone else, right? So, Protect your mental energy, right? And know that the people in your life, whether it be your boss, whether it be your significant other, whether it be your friends and your family, they are going to be able to help you reach your goals. And if you don't actually anticipate their needs and communicate properly with the people that are going to help you reach your goals, then they can stand in the way of you ever meeting your goals and ultimately can prevent you from meeting your goals. So just know how important that piece of the puzzle is to meeting your goals. And at the end of the day, people are unpredictable. So you can't predict everything as we talked about in the last episode, but you can help out your situation. You can improve your odds. You can help yourself out by having an understanding for how the people in your life can help you meet your goals, right? And what they need communication-wise from you in order to make that happen so everyone has that win-win outcome. Okay, that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. I am sure there will be more to come on goals because let me tell you, the sky is the limit, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's these pieces that we're talking about that we don't take into consideration that is standing in your way and preventing you from meeting your goals. So if you are like me and you're slow to set out on a plan for A, what's the goal? B, here's how I'm going to meet it. Do not get discouraged. Let me tell you that. Do not get discouraged. There's still time. A well thought out plan and a purpose and a mission 
for what it is that you want to accomplish, that meaning behind, ooh, here's what I want to do and here's why I want to do it. I'm really passionate about it. That is going to help you push you forward when times get tough. That's why I talk so much about finding your purpose is so important because life gets discouraging. Things happen and there are going to be storms that you're going to have to weather. So having that purpose and that meaning on your heart is ultimately going to help push you to push past it, right? To endure the storms, to move past it so that you can reach your goals. So these pieces that we're talking about are just so instrumental because it's the mental baggage. It's the self-sabotage. Those are the things that get in our way from us meeting our goals. Sometimes we are our own worst enemies and it's important to know that about ourselves, right? It all goes back to know thyself. And I appreciate your time here today. And I know that you're totally going to kick ass on your goals. And again, don't be discouraged if you haven't figured it all out yet. A well thought out plan that includes all of the elements that we talked about here today is so much better than putting a plan together, not taking anything that we talked about here today in the last few episodes into consideration and just throwing a few tactical pieces together is going to set you up for failure and therefore you're setting yourself up to fail and that is the exact opposite of what you're wanting out of life, out of your goals in general. So don't do it, my friends. Don't get discouraged. You've got this and I know you're going to kick ass. All right. Until next time. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout, B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coaching info at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember, Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends, and I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.